0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back into the Spartan Red Zone podcast, your one and only source for all things Michigan State football, Big Ten football, and college football as a whole. I'm Zach Sredenick, your host, once again, joined by my co-host, Liam Jackson, Zach Sloick, Cam McLaren, all around the table, moving from left to right, as always, um, in the same seats every week. Got our assigned seats. Sloick's seat's a little
1: lower today. I don't know what won't he's you, doing,
2: but... Once you hear my uh, my... Can
1: I, sp- I feel like I know that. why. Can I spoil it or no? Yeah, you can spoil it. Because you're at the bottom of the pick-em? <laughs> at the bottom of the pick <laughs> It's not
2: close. Uh, by, by a hefty... I went 0-5 last week, so Oof. I don't deserve to sit with the adults. That's the big boys. So I'm sitting at the kids' table of... Uh, the Spartan Red Zone should I tweet report this? right now. You should. Um, you should I have definitely. a group
3: chat called the Kids Table too. It's and actually so amazing. Like, so Why
0: am I not in the Kids Table group chat? Like, that's a horrible. Uh, it
3: doesn't concern you. Oh, thanks. I'm ugly. It's a study abroad group chat. Ah. Well, you guys are. It's okay. I'm used to. Scene.
0: I'm used to being left out.
3: It's okay. It's okay. You know, we, we still love you. Do you? Yeah. Right, yes. Yes. No, no, <laughs> um, it's also. <laughs> it's
2: also very cold here. So when that picture is tweeted out by Liam, you're going to see my. Nice denim jacket I got on. Yes,
0: slow it going with the rare denim on denim. Well thing- it's
2: black denim. I'm going I go <laughs> black jeans on a nice jean jacket. And, and the Chicago Blackhawks. And a Lansing Lugnuts hat.
0: Man, it's crazy you guys actually get to see us. I feel like you don't get to see us very often. We're I'm we describing. are these magical voices on the radio describing football plays, but you don't actually get to see us. But yeah, um I'm you don't want to see a picture of me tonight. I yeah, it's I'm not gonna tweet there.
1: out hashtag SRZ out of context.
0: We used to do those. We need to start doing it again. We used to do that with the episode post. We would post four pictures and be like SRZ without context, and it would be four different pictures of random things from the podcast. And I kind of like it. We should probably go back to that. I you don't might know how I see feel that attached to this so episode. Low. It's we'll kind of tough. Cam McLaren is randomly recording us, and I did not consent to this recording. No, I'm just kidding. All right. Now, for what you guys are actually here for before you click off this podcast, we are delaying the inevitable. We are. And the recap is probably going to be quicker because honestly, I think it was really similar to last week's recap. So if you want to hear a big breakdown on a tough loss for Michigan State, you can tune into last week's too. You can also tune to this one, though. We're going to break everything down. I'm going to start with a quick recap um, of my thoughts. that was rough. Um, Maryland coming up this week, not something that Michigan State, I'm sure, is super excited about. I know their fans are not because Minnesota walked right into the woodshed and absolutely torched Michigan State in so many different ways. Tanner Morgan was outstanding. Mo Ibrahim, phenomenal. And the defense for Minnesota had its way with Michigan State overall.
1: Yeah, Um this is a game I think a lot of people thought um, maybe a blip in the radar going on the West Coast. Uh, historically, not great for Michigan State. Uh, this was a bit more concerning in my opinion, just because you come back home, you have a lot of uh, you have tape to look at of of uh, against a a power five team, a good team in Washington. In Minnesota, don't get me wrong, that's a good team. I believe that they're probably going to be uh, the favorite to win the West. Probably will win the West, um, but still losing by twenty seven at home. Um, to a quarterback who played um, best game of the season, uh, maybe the best game of his career. He threw more passes in the first half than he had in, in a whole game up to uh, up to this point this season. Um, but yeah, like we said, it's a bit more concerning this week because there's less time to turn it around, and I have to go on the road against an even better quarterback uh, in Talia Tugavailoa. So, I'm not saying that this is a lost season yet at all. But it's a tough turnaround after that. After that one,
2: yeah, I agree. And to all of the people who are listening to this, who also listen to the Green and White Report, we did have some technical difficulties, um, and you missed the thirty-minute rant that myself and Matt Merrifield went on about this game. That's sad because uh, I'm sure it was a phenomenal rant. The day sure. after, you and, and Liam was also there, but I was playing.
1: I was Liam, attempting to play the voice of reason.
2: Yeah, Liam was being the voice of reason while Matt and myself were the emotion um, we were showing a lot of emotion so I would say we were being I don't even know how to say it it was interesting it was a crazy 30 minutes that wasn't recorded and wasn't on air and it's lost forever and I don't want to look back on it so I'm just going to say that Michigan State they didn't look great, and they need to look much better if they want to make a bowl game and or win this game coming up against Maryland.
3: There really isn't much to say about this game other than Minnesota came into East Lansing and marched all the way down the field, back the other way, back another, back the other way, and just kept doing and that. And back another. Just, yeah. They kept doing that because when you take a look at the stats... And I'm not going to say them besides one thing. Michigan State's leading receiver was Cade McDonald. Three catches, 31 yards. Goat. Goat Cade McDonald. Did you know he played
0: high school football with Peyton (laughs) Thorne? And Jaden Reed. Wow.
3: Whoa. Wow. But that should really tell you everything you needed to know about this game other than the fact that Tanner Morgan and his beautiful bald head just stormed all over that Michigan State secondary For 268 yards and three teddies.
1: I think, yeah, obviously the defense was rough, and I've seen a lot of things on social media than the fan base about Scotty Hazleton. I just want to caution fans and people calling for Scotty Hazleton's job already. Uh, Pat Narduzzi got off to a rough start as a defensive coordinator at Michigan State, but once he got settled in, once he had all his players, obviously we know how that turned out. The no-fly zone, one of the best defenses in the country for a few years in a row. And now he's um, coaching uh, another top 25 team in Pittsburgh. So I I don't think, um, I think criticism is valid. I don't think calling for Scottie Hazleton's job at this point in time is valid or uh, necessary. So Mel Tucker says he has faith in him, um, faith in all of his staff, and he has not flinched at all when asked about that question. Um, Very quick to say that his confidence is still very high in all of his staff. So, Scotty Hazelton deserves criticism, in my opinion, for these last two weeks. I don't think he deserves to get his job called for.
2: So I think for the most part, all of us are pretty much done speaking of that game last week. Um, but the real question, a lot of fun stuff out going on at Spartan Stadium, not football related. Alumni marching band was there. Great set. Um
3: <laughs> uh, Bob game, Gould.
2: Yeah, Bob Gould made the Jumbotron. Um, he was on halftime He got a, a selfie with Brendan Shabath um, And some others Go Yeah so some very fun stuff going on Zeke had himself a day He did In if, the end zone If you had Zeke in fantasy You won this week
1: PPR league
2: I don't believe he dropped a frisbee all game He he was phenomenal Surest hands in the league. And also Sparty Mount, Went, went, went kind of crazy So I've been asking people to do this all week but if each of you could, could rank Sparty, Zeke, and the MSU Marching Band, I would appreciate it.
3: Um,
0: mm.
1: I'm going to go Zeke because he's the goodest of boys and needs all the The cuddles. Wonder Dog. Yeah. Um, the Alumni Band, probably number two. Love the band. They bring an element um, that just can't be matched by uh, music on a speaker. And I guess Sparty. I mean, there's no loser here. No, there's so. no
0: wrong answer. All three of them are absolutely elite.
2: So I'll go Sparty
1: I'll, three, but that I go I go uh, Zeke band, Sparty.
0: I'm gonna have to go Zeke number one. Zeke is the wonder, the third. way to go. Yeah. Um, number two, I'm going Sparty. Yeah. I'm not a not a Race big band the guy. That, there's nothing wrong. The band with is him. good, but I'm not I'm not a big band guy. So I'm gonna go Sparty two. Cam.
3: It's a tie for first place.
0: If you say all three, you're a cop out, and your mic will get <laughs> muted. Yeah. You're gonna no. get the mute button like on a certain show that I cannot promote.
3: No, It's it's a tie between the goodest of boys and the bestest of marching bands. Yeah. Has to be. As a former marching band kid, I, I can't see them ranked underneath, you know, the goodest of boys, but it's okay. Zeke, you still have my heart but the MSU Alumni Marching Band is on the same par. The MSU Marching Band, I have a bunch of friends in there. Without the alumni, they're slotting in at a solid two. But, That's with the fair. alumni there, and Mr. Gould, yeah, that's it's fair. a Tied one. And Sparty, you're ranking it way down in third. Not not gonna lie, guy. You know, I need a little bit more energy, you know. And come on. Just keep chopping a little bit more. Maybe get the student section involved. Maybe, you know, maybe make the deep end last a little bit longer. It looked like a pool in the yeah. Texas sun halfway through that uh, second quarter. So, yeah, it was very dry.
0: I'm going to have to start doing that though, like that show that's hosted by uh, Tony Rialli. And I have to say something wrong. You're going to get the mute button. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't appreciate that because a lot of my thoughts
2: probably aren't correct. Neither am I. Um, <laughs> but I am. I'm going to th- see. And here's here's where I'm at on it. And I thought this would be a little bit of fun that we could all have. My normal week, Sparty's number one always because I think he's the best mascot in the country. Mood. Um Zeke is always number two. Uh, Just because, like Liam said, he is the goodest boy. Um, And the band always comes in at number three. Well, a very high three. I love the Spartan Marching Band. But when the alumni band joins the Spartan Marching Band, they become so elite um, that it is unbelievable. I love seeing it. Normally homecoming, or the last two of the last three, obviously we didn't have a homecoming game in 2020. Um, 2019 uh, alumni band was their homecoming. Last year, alumni band was their homecoming. So walking in the homecoming day parade, having the alumni marching band there was pretty cool. They have a very short amount of time. So with the alumni band there, I'm going alumni band one. Zeke had himself a day on Saturday. A day. So I'm putting Zeke at two on Saturday. And yeah, I agree. Sparty, uh, he's still the best best mascot in the country. Um, but I will put him in at number three. For this week, it will change next week. All I think right. we might
1: have spent just as much time talking about that in the game. Yeah, awesome. what was so better?
2: easy? What was more enjoyable? Yeah, that's Man. fair. So that's let's fair.
0: let's move on to the next segment here. The SRZ, something's rotten in the state of Colorado. Offensive player of the week. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say shout out Cam on that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I yeah, that was, a, I mean,
2: that was Cam McLaren. Colorado.
0: Both teams are really bad.
3: Yeah, the state of Colorado is not doing too hot. Colorado right now. has
0: signs that say "We want Mel back." Yeah, Colorado and Colorado State are both really, really bad. I think ESPN had them number one and number two in their uh, bottom Where's, ten yeah. teams in the country.
2: Uh, yeah. I believe they were two and three. Usually, number number I believe number one have was have another team anymore. that Michigan it Rice. Uh, Sometimes it's. Rice. I believe number one was another team that Michigan played in football this in year. Why? Uh, UConn. UConn's not number one anymore because no. UConn's decent and Hawaii I mean, was, not good. But last time I checked, it was they're UConn decent. Uh, it might have mm-hmm. been. It might have been. Um, Pick up the Huskies. Colorado State, UConn, Colorado, and then Hawaii came out at like one
0: thirteen. All right, I got this week. They're all pretty bad. It is Colorado State at one, Colorado at two, mm-hmm. Hawaii at three. N- another Michigan game. All right, I'll read you these. Actually, what they actually say because they don't say their actual names. Colorado State. Yep Colorado Hawaii Yeah Yeah No Hawaii Yeah Okay UMass <laughs> Okay Rather than UMass um, I don't even know what this next one is Oh Ark of We Lost to Raiders Interesting I think it's supposed to be a play on Raiders of the Lost Ark um, By Or er, uh, With Miami The Hurricanes mm. You can't So, UConn. (laughs) Monius, Akron. Akron. Baller State. Ball State. Phew, Mexico State.
3: Oh, no, not
0: the And Rambling Wreck. I don't know why Rambling Wreck is there, but that's That's what they call Georgia Tech.
3: Yeah, they're not. Now,
0: anyways, let's move on to our players of the week. Actually, get to some football. We've talked a lot about a lot of other stuff, but that's why you come listen to this. You obviously all just care about our dumb jokes
2: shout out to the spartan march man.
0: yes all right so cam it is with you and i just mentioned the game you're about to talk about
3: yes middle tennessee their receiving core is my offensive player of the week because they put up 400 yards in receiving including three touchdowns and three plays over 60 yards including a 98 yard touchdown pass that's just unfathomable through the air for the Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders. I don't even know what that was, and I'm not going to ask. Oh, was a play on the, the old Boop. TikTok of Sonny Winkler and the Blue Raiders. The Middle <laughs> Tennessee State Blue Raiders. I did not think that was going to get in here. I love Sonny.
1: Imagine. I love it. Uh, imagine having oh. a heartbreaking loss to a school like Middle Tennessee State. Couldn't be That must us. be their first big win in their athletic program.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yep. Come Back for the is own podcast starting <laughs> yeah. up next month. Yeah, make sure to ask Brendan Shabath about that one. All right, uh, I'm going with the person who has possibly been most talked about, most slandered on the show, Bo Nix. He went 33 for 44, that's 75 percent. That's pretty good. He 428 yards, three touchdowns. I have it in quotes. Or parentheses, my Heisman fave. I, he's not actually my Heisman fave. If he ends up in New York and Kenneth Walker didn't, I'll actually probably throw a little fit. Um, but, he, man, is he looking good. Clear that he's not an SEC quarterback, but he is an elite Pac-12 quarterback. So, Bo Nix having quite a game, 428, three touches, and coming back from a 12-point deficit with less than 10 minutes in the game.
1: I'm just keeping these receipts until he has a a game against an inferior. Yeah, individual. and then you, we slander them together. Okay, fine. Uh, mine is DJ Uyugule. I think that's decent enough. Got yes. it. Okay, I'm getting I'm getting <laughs> the first. Uyungle- that Uyungle. is that's a name I can never pronounce. Uyuguley. Um, no. <laughs> he came in as I believe the number one quarterback in his class a few mm-hmm. years back. Correct. Um. Uh, played for Trevor Lawrence when Trevor Lawrence had COVID at Notre Dame, lost the game, but had an incredible game. And then since then, a lot of hype, not a lot of production. But he finally made a name for himself yet again, uh, going 375 touchdowns in a double overtime win at Wake Forest. Um, so Clemson um, not, might not be the most impressive team as a year goes, but as a year goes on, but they're taking care of business right now. And DJ, when they needed the quarterback to win a game, unlike the they, they usually need their defense to win them games. He stepped up and they're five and oh, 4 and zero.
2: Oh. Is Clemson back?
1: No, no, not yet. Out. Clemson out. Wake Forest. And is there a better team in the ACC? Also out. I don't believe so. Yeah, I uh, would have to agree with that. Florida State, NC State. I don't. No,
0: I don't think so. But Florida State's, Florida State's good. Don't uh, sleep on the Seminoles. Uh, I think Leo? that
1: Clemson will be favored in every game the rest of the year. So I'm not saying they're going to win every game, but I think that they're going to. They have a, a a decent shot too. Better shot than anybody else in the ACC.
2: Oh. Oh, I'm just kidding, but yeah. So Denick was giving me the seven chop, and I got excited. <laughs> I am
1: not, I'm not rooting for Dabo Sweeney. I just these are just my this is my Dabo Sweeney. All
0: yeah. right, so I'll do
1: mine. I'm gonna go Adrian Martinez, former
0: Nebraska legend, had a big time game against the Sooners of Oklahoma. Knocking off them, it seems like an annual tradition that Kansas State beats Oklahoma. It's kind of like what it felt like for a couple years with Ole Miss and Alabama, where they just, for some reason, that was the team. And Kansas State did it to them again. Martinez had 234 yards and one touchdown passing, and that's, that's an okay day. Then you add in that he had 148 rushing yards and four rushing touchdowns. That helps. And that'll help. So, Adrian Martinez, you are my SRZ. Something's rotten in the state of Colorado. Offensive player of the week for this week. Now, moving on. Once again, no defense this week. There was,
2: Defenses are lame.
0: There was no defense. And so, when every
2: team hangs up 60, it's hard to pick a defense.
0: Yeah, so the SRZ Joey Ellis Memorial Powerhouse Frame Unit of the Week. I'll start with me. I'm going Vandy. They scored against Bama for the first time since 2007. <laughs> now, they don't play them every year because they're it's, in the crossover, but... Still pretty sad. They scored. Now, mind you, they lost 55-3. to but they scored, and so and they didn't let up. Sixty. Shout out Vandy, the Commodores logo, getting something going. Their old logo is better, and the Vandy boys. Actually, no, Vandy boys is baseball. That's disrespectful to call the Vandy boys. Yeah. are really, really good uh, in baseball. I know some guys that played there. Um, some good friends. But point being, shout out Vandy. You got to feel good. It was actually seven three at one point. So good, good job. All right, let's go slow it.
2: Uh I'm going to go with Texas A&M's field goal post um, for knocking. I've never seen a field goal hit the top, like the very top um, on a field goal or an extra point, and that saved Texas A&M from losing its second game of the year uh, to Arkansas. So Arkansas goes down after kicking a beautiful kick. And if it was two inches higher, it would have been good. Uh, but it landed right on top of the field goal post and then dropped down, and and I ended up winning that one, twenty three to twenty one. That's tough.
1: Liam? Yeah, I'm usually facetious, sarcastic when it comes to these powerhouse frames or units of the week. Uh, but this week, I'm going to go with Ken State, and I truly mean that. They played a brutal non conference schedule for a MAC team. Uh, they go to Georgia and they hang, they hang around in the game. They score 22 points on Georgia. Um, they lose by uh, two score, or I guess technically three scores, 17. But um, this is a team. This is a Georgia team who was viewed, uh, still probably is viewed as a juggernaut. Defense um, hasn't shown any drop off from last year's historic defense. So um, this is no slight on Georgia. I still think they're the best team in the country, but. Kent State, pretty impressive going in there and um, and hanging 22 on Georgia because I truly don't know how many other teams are going to score 22 points on Georgia the rest of the year. I'm not sure either. All
3: right. Cam? For me, this is a special one because of the retribution I get in saying this. My powerhouse frame slash unit of the week is the Texas Tech Raiders student section for storming the field after beating number 22 Texas. With the tortillas and all, you guys have yourself a day there in Lubbock. Have Texas yourself hater. a day. You know why? Because Horns are indeed down, and they have been down. They will always be down. I'll tell please you, please don't
1: find us
2: Big 12. The Red Raiders were.
1: Soon to be SEC. Yeah.
2: Red Raiders would be in trouble if Quint Ewers is healthy. That's all I got to say.
3: I'm just saying this. A win is a win, especially for those kids. You know, they're going to celebrate their little hearts out. I have friends that go there, and, you know, the tortillas were probably flying, maybe not inside the stadium, maybe outside, but the tortillas were there, and that's all that matters. I don't even know that I want to know. No, I'm good. <laughs> that, Texas, that's their, that's te- their thing. Texas their, people their are student weird, section. man. You, you <laughs> yeah. know. I mean, how some places bring in certain substances. Well, What team Texas was it Tech that brings, threw the
2: mustard?
0: Uh, ooh, I don't remember that's that. Such...
3: I mean,
2: I vaguely remember. That's a trivia like, question.
0: That it is. is. but no offense to anyone out there from Texas. No, um, you're weird. All <laughs> of you. Only if it's Cam
2: listening. No,
1: actu- no offense, but actually, Texas A&M's little yell thing—it's pretty funny, but that is a little bit weird.
2: Does anyone know what that ski ma means? From Minnesota. Yeah, that's the last thing I want to. We talk were talking about schema, it, you, but
3: right?
2: I don't know what it is.
3: I I, I don't understand. I don't understand half the things got that go bad. on in the Midwest, so... PJ like
2: still rowing the boat. I mean, so, I'm
3: over here like a true Midwesterner today in shorts and a, a sweatshirt, so I'm having a ball. There. I've got the... the um, origins of the ski you maw? Yeah, I
0: do. Um, basically, according, to, according to Wikipedia, everyone, trusted source, um... It was a slogan used at the University of Minnesota since 1884. That's a long time. When the newly emerging football team was coached by Thomas Peebles, a philosophy professor and former Princeton University faculty member. During the team scrimmages, Peebles would often yell, Sis Booma Princeton, after a score, relying on a cheer from his alma mater. Team captain John W. Adams and a co-captain sought a counter cheer, one that would have had a characteristic Minnesota flavor. While brainstorming, Adams heard recalled hearing Dakota, Native Dakota boys yell, Skiu in athletic contests and canoe races at Lake Pepin. Adams incorrectly interpreted that phrase as the Dakota word for victory or exaltation and suggested it as a cheer for the university rugby team. His co captain, Wynn Sargent, added the ma to make it rhyme with ra, thus creating Skiu Ma.
1: So it means nothing.
0: I, I mean, I don't know what it means, but. <laughs> That's that's I think who great. needs Matt Merrifield when we have Zach
1: Yeah, host and producer. All
0: righty. Well, let's jump into this week in the Big Ten, take you through these games. We'll give a quick touch on what we're thinking, but then we got to get into the Maryland preview and then the pick 'em. So, Michigan at Iowa is one of the better games. It's um, in our
2: pick 'em. I don't want to talk about okay, it. Okay, we're
0: not touching on that one then. Purdue, Minnesota, Minnesota. I like Minnesota, but man, that's a the spread. Game. Minus 12.5 Minnesota. Ooh. Oh, wow. I, yeah, no, I Purdue don't, don't, don't to cover. Minnesota's the win. number one defense think, in the country. Uh, Minnesota to win, th- Purdue to cover. I don't think
1: Purdue's great. I think, think Minnesota lost decent. to Syracuse. Yeah, I know. I, I,
0: Syracuse I, is 4 0. Oh. The Orange Syracuse Baby's in.
1: back. I don't. I mean, Syracuse. Syracuse. In. I think losing um, Cuse, 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 an NFL Cuse. wide receiver and David Bell and George Carlottis, an NFL defensive end, first round pick defensive end, um, really. Really hurt Purdue. I, I,
3: they also I, lost
0: uh, Xander Horvath. He had a touchdown on a couple weeks ago on Thursday night football for the Chargers. Oh, um, shut up. yeah, he torched Michigan State last year. Um, Illinois at Wisconsin, interesting game. Illinois, one of the top defenses in the country. They are one turnover late against Indiana, away from being four and zero right now, and they Indiana's have been bad. playing loss. really well. It is a tough loss, but they've got a chance, it's and I don't think 4-0. Wisconsin's that good. Rutgers at Ohio State. Still the taking the Badgers in that. The one, spread in a conference game is 40 and a half. Ooh. Ohio State minus 40 and a half in a conference game in it, the is Big it, Ten. Is it
1: in the shoe? Yes. Yeah, I think the fighting Greg Chianos might cover that one. I don't know that I agree, but Northwestern at Penn State. I mean, That's
0: going to be brutal. Penn State's um, going to win by a zillion. Liam, that was uncalled for. <laughs> We'll get to that in a minute, and then Indiana at Nebraska is the night game with Michigan State, Maryland, obviously the three thirty one, and we're going to jump into that's that game. game. It is a game. We're going to ask our couple of questions. We have written down keys to the game. Go through. Oh, I'll talk about Indiana Nebraska. Oh yeah, that's also a game. <laughs> we're going to go through this one a little a little quick because we also want you to tune into the pregame show, uh, the Spartan Red Zone pregame show. will go on a half hour before three o'clock kickoff. Yes, um, Eastern Time. Yeah, 3, 3.10, depending on what time actually kickoff is, but because a lot of times 3.30 kickoff means 3.40. But we'll be live a half hour before kickoff from College Park. It'll be me and Mr. Slowick breaking everything down about this game. But we're going to go through the little things here, broad strokes. So is this a must-win game for Michigan State? Let's go, Cam. Yes. If they want to make a bowl game, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think it's simple as that. You want to make a bowl game this year. You want to salvage a season. This is a game you got to bounce back and win. Yes. Anyone have any other reasons besides the bowl game? i um, honestly just to prove that that there's still talented players on this roster and they're still playing hard. Not necessarily. I guess in that case, it's not a must-win game. It's a must-keep it close. You played two power-five teams this year, and they haven't necessarily been close. So I think that this is a game, you, a must- compete game. I in saw. No sense.
2: I saw a um, something come out today, and it said, "Since Mel Tucker's arrival in East Lansing, 55 members of the team who were uh, mm-hmm. from the Mark D'Antonio uh, era have transferred. Out of those 55, five of them have gone Power Five Division One." That says something. That's that's a lot, and I don't think. We talked about it on the Green and White Report. I don't think Mark D'Antonio deserves any type of backlash. He his goal he couldn't get the four stars. He couldn't get the five stars. He knew that. His goal was to bring in twos and threes and develop them. Which wait, he did well so many times. Wait, were you saying that the five going power five is a lot? No. Okay. I'm, I'm saying I'm sure saying, you're right. I'm saying like out of those guys, like Only five went. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and Mark D'Antonio like that's not to slander Coach D'Antonio Tucker, in, in any way, he was bringing those players here to develop them. Coach Tucker wants to win now. That's his mindset. So when he's out recruiting, he's not looking for who will be good in three years. He's looking who can play in year two or in year one. Um, so I think it's just a very different coaching staff, but I think that plays huge into it. If you, if Mel Tucker wants to continue to pull in these big recruits, that's another reason you need to win this game. You need You cannot go below 500.
3: This is just to me it's a prove it game. You've got walloped on the road against Washington. You got killed. I mean killed at home to a Minnesota team that is very good, very sneaky good. They
0: will win the West.
3: But the thing is is this is a prove it game. You have you talked about it. If Tucker has the talent. This team has the capabilities. It's just execution problems. That's all it is. When you don't execute, you give any other team, regardless of their standing, of their record, of who they actually have on their team, you give them an opportunity to win games. So for me, this is literally just a prove-it game. You have the talent. You have the capabilities. You have a competent coaching staff. You have what you want. You have the pieces there. Just put them together. And this is a good opportunity for you to do that. Get some confidence. Bounce back because you're... October slate sucks. Your October slate of games is tough. Oh, yeah. And if October you're going to salvage a season, it starts with winning against Maryland and winning at least two more games Yeah, through you, October. You two more games in October after Maryland is not enough. If you want to salvage a decent decent That means you got to beat That means you got to be one of th- two which is No, either, it means you got to beat two no. of
0: three between
3: Ohio he said you, State, with
0: Maryland like you have to two more Maryland. after Maryland or including Maryland.
2: Including Mar- okay. you have to
3: win one more you can't after be, your You can't be
2: worse than 4 and 4 going into November. And I and
0: I would agree with that. I thought you were saying you needed two more after Maryland. I was like they're not beating two of Ohio State, Wisconsin, and Michigan unless yeah. something drastically changes.
2: Yeah, you got it. You got to have. You cannot. You cannot drop. You can't drop below five hundred.
3: No, you can't. It's it's unfathomable if you want to bowl it, game.
2: It, 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 it could happen. It could happen. But you can't. You can't go
0: into November below five hundred.
2: But
3: if you think about it, if you want three and five is doable. But if you think about it, well, you have four and four
0: is doable.
2: You
3: have.
0: Yeah, I meant in terms of getting to a bowl game at three and five because yeah. you have those three games you
3: can win. But then you have to go and you have to
2: yeah, play Penn State. But then on you the gotta road. win every single one and beat
0: Penn State on the road. You Not if you're three and five, you don't right. have to beat Penn State. Indiana Rutgers, Illinois. Indiana I mean, Rutgers, right. Illinois. But you need this game. Yeah. You, you need, need this, this game. If, and
3: then if you look at it, yes, you're gonna go play Ohio or you're playing let's see. It's oh. at Maryland and then Ohio State at home, it's and then you have Wisconsin at home. at home on homecoming. That's a game that you could win. You should that's a, win. That's a game you should win. Because it's at home, it's homecoming. Home, you, homecoming, you possibly, that place is going to be rowdy. You possibly get walloped against Ohio State, but it's really just you really have to figure that out. You really have to win two games in October and be in good stead going into November.
0: I would agree. All right, let's move on to the next question. I do have something for this. I don't know how much you guys have on it, but do you think this game looks different if Talia Tungvaluwa doesn't play? Little Tua. As I would like to call him, but yeah, uh,
2: if Talia doesn't play, I think Michigan State. Well, first, I think that the line of eight and a half Maryland favorite was going to swing to a pick 'em, um, but so if anybody, I uh, don't bet on injuries. i just don't bet in general. You'll see my pick 'em stats, and you'll know why I say we this. have
0: the gambling hotline right here too. Yeah, need it. I'll I'll say it before I give my betting advice in a minute. But um,
2: but if he doesn't play, I think this is Michigan State's game to lose. Um if he plays, I think it's gonna be a battle for Michigan State. I think they're gonna it's they're gonna struggle. That's a very good football team.
1: I think that uh first of all I've I like I if I'm Michigan State, you gotta expect Talia to play. You have to prep for that. And I'm sure that they are. I I, I do think if he doesn't play, I think Michigan State should win the game. But I also don't want to underestimate uh, or undervalue Maryland because it's not like they have scrubs around him. their Their receivers are some of the best in the country. their Their line, their offensive and defensive line, even their defensive backs. We saw against Michigan last no, week. It's good. Yeah, they hung with them. They they hung with um, Michigan's athletes. Uh, their defensive line, I guess, gave JJ had a lot of time. But um, offen their offensive line on the other side, Talia had a lot of time to throw the ball. His receivers had time to to run their whole routes. He had time to go through his progression. So. I don't think that Maryland's a one-dimensional team. I think that this is a solid football team. Uh, but obviously, is the best player, and if he doesn't play, I think Michigan State, um, Michigan State probably should win the game. So I'm going to make a wild claim here. Hear me out before you
0: go nuts. Michigan State has a better chance to win this game if Talia plays than if he doesn't. Because Michigan State's biggest weakness are quarterbacks that are going to be patient and take their time and throw through and throw you down the field like Tanner Morgan did. That's the biggest weakness of this Michigan State defense. Mm. Talia Tungvailoa is going to th- continuously throw the deep ball. I, I don't know, though, especially if he's... A, we, he's for sure banged up. That's not a question.
2: So if he plays, he's going to be playing banged up. He, um, and then he, he's just going to game manage.
0: And I, I understand that. I think Billy Edwards is talented, though, as well the backup quarterback, he was at Wake Forest, a Virginia kid in a hotbed area that committed to Wake Forest, ended up transferring to Maryland. He looked good when he came in and replaced Talia against Michigan for the bits of time that he was in there. I think he's going to be more of the style quarterback that hurts Michigan State than Talia. Now, don't get me wrong. Talia is going to torch Michigan State on Saturday if he plays. At least I'm well, expecting it. And
2: but, let's, let's, let's throw this into effect as well. Um, Hurricane Ian will be rolling up the East Coast at about 3.30 on Saturday. Yeah, it's going to be raining. So it's supposed to be downpouring.
0: That's going to make that game very interesting and also makes us pray for a spot in the press box and not outside. Yeah. But I think that's it. To that point, let's go on to a quick key to the game from each of us, and then we'll go into the
1: pick'em. So let's start with Liam. Uh, offensively show a pulse in the first quarter. Is my key to the game, um, get on the board, make Maryland play from behind, make them make mistakes. Like you said, Tanner Morgan just kind of methodically moved the ball up the field. When um, they they had they had uh, Michigan State's backs against the wall, so did Washington. So I think that if Michigan can put some pressure on on Maryland and maybe get, take the lead, force a turnover w- when they have the lead. Um, Make Maryland play on their toes. I think that's a key to the game if they want to win. They can't play from behind yet again. Um,
2: I would say establish the trenches. Um, you want you need to if you're Michigan State, you need to win the offense and defensive line battles. Um, so your offensive line needs to get the push in the run game, especially if it's pouring. You need to be able to establish a run block. Uh, or a pass block if it's beautiful and sunny, and your defensive line has to find a way to get pressure um, to whoever's playing quarterback, whether it's Talia or um, anybody else in a Maryland uniform.
3: To that extent, Michigan State, key to the game, become September Maryland while playing Maryland in October. Mm. That helps. just I September Maryland is one of the best teams in the country, just statistically, just year after year. But Always. for an actual, for an actual key to the game, um, this is one that I was thinking about asking in the press conference, but didn't because it was a stupid question. Um, lose the opening coin toss. For the love <laughs> of all that's holy, lose yeah, the actually, opening coin toss and actually get the ball first. I uh, maybe on Monday. Possibly uh, because someone,
1: someone asked him that on Monday and uh, if he thought about getting the ball first. And I think his response was something to the effect of, well, we have to score at some point anyway. Like, we haven't scored anyway. I don't know if... Uh, he said it's like, he said getting off to a fast start is important to us, but at the same time, that's not something that's on their mind.
3: Aaron Judge just hit his 61st home run.
0: There you go. While we were recording, Aaron Judge has tied Roger Maris for the Yankees. <laughs> Uh, it was a deep record. drive into left field. And and it, wasn't
3: deep, it was a shallow drive into left field, 394. All right. Yeah,
0: 394 is not shallow, but. Zach, key to the game. I think, to Liam's point, uh, score early. And I also think win the turnover battle, especially if it's raining. I just looked at it. It's supposed to be over a half
3: inch of rain. That's a lot of water. That's, that's that is a lot somewhat, of water somewhat on strange. Saturday. Slightly some it might be some deep water.
1: Could be the deep end. <laughs> Bring well, the deep end of Maryland.
0: Yeah, it's uh it's gonna be raining a that lot. It means it'll
1: be gone by the second half.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be Yeah. Oh <laughs> yikes <laughs> Oh yes sir! All Right now, on that note, everybody, welcome to the Pick'em. Um this is the top part of the show where Liam embarrasses us every week, but I am making a comeback. Maybe, not really. But we got five games for you. We're going to pick with the spread. Um, May give some betting advice. If you do, no. Don't go with me. I was going to say probably fade us all. And if you do need any help, I had the gambling hotline up. 1-800. 1-800-270-7117. So, yeah, don't don't gamble your life away, kids. Be safe. Um, But- we're going to gamble our pick 'em pride here um, and go for it. So, first game Michigan at Iowa, touchdown earlier. Wolverines on the road for the first time this season, minus 11 at Kinnick. Let's go, Liam.
1: All right. As I'm speaking right now, I don't know who I'm going to pick, so I'm going to talk through it for a second. Michigan, obviously the better team, much better. Um, Iowa just can't, has trouble scoring at all this year. But it is at home, Iowa. It, it is a tough place to play in Kinnick. Um, their defense is very good. I'm going to go Iowa to cover Michigan to win.
2: I'm, I'm really upset that uh, Liam took that because I'm also rolling with Iowa. I think Michigan is going to win that game. Matt Merrifield came in here earlier. I asked He asked what our pick-em games were. I told him this one. He said, Iowa money line. Um but I'm gonna take Iowa. I- so I- I'm gonna take <laughs> Iowa to at least cover. Eleven points is a lot. That defense is very good. The only question is, can Iowa score a touchdown? I no. think they'll score one, and I think they'll lose
0: seventeen-seven.
2: <laughs> I was gonna say fourteen to seven, but yeah, ah. actually sixteen. There'll be a safety.
1: <laughs> I just right, do yeah. get weird in Kenick sometimes.
3: Taking Iowa to cover. Um, Iowa will Iowa will score a touchdown. It'll be a defensive touchdown. Yeah, there goes uh, seventeen. 9 onto the ball.
0: All right, uh, I'm gonna fade you guys. That yeah. seems like the best strat uh, uh, in all of this. I like Iowa. I don't. I don't trust their offense. I think. I don't think Michigan's as good as advertised. And I think Iowa's. And I think weird things happen when top teams go to Kinnick. Yeah. And I've been saying that since this game was announced. So anyone that knows me knows. I know some Michigan fans I've been telling them Michigan's going to lose this game But I I just I don't think so 11 points is a lot of points Give me Michigan to
1: cover It's not It is a lot of points But how many points is it When you can't score
0: Right Give me Michigan to cover Let's move into the next one I'm almost talking myself out of it But
1: I'm not going to change it
0: You can't Because I faded you I need the pick back Yeah 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 (laughs) right. Oregon State at Utah Minus 10 for the Utes at home Feels like a big number Um, Let's go with Slow Give me the
2: Beavers please all right. They looked very good
0: They did I picked them to beat UCLA And They almost did They covered though
2: Liam's boy Torched was USC
0: Are they playing USC That's what I meant
2: USC Oh I no. us say Liam's boy Already torched Utah this year Who Anthony Richards Richardson, Richardson? There you go That's the guy <laughs> Alright Cam uh, go ahead So State's oh, gonna no, do the same Continue
0: Alright Cam go ahead Utah
1: at home Damn <laughs> Alright Liam you get to go last every time. All right. Yeah, th- th- this is I'll wild. I'll um, go.
0: Or I'll go now. Yeah, you go now. All right. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna take the Utes. Yes, sir. I love Oregon State,
1: Leo. but I'm taking the Utes. Leo. I I I took let's USC last week. Um, over Oregon fade. State, but that that sounds horrible. I'm getting, sound like let's chalk fade. or nails on a chalkboard. Um, with me. Oh my goodness, I have to get through this pick. I'm taking Oregon State, so they shut up. Woo <laughs> They is slow, by the way. No, hey, Cam started and I'm just a follower. <laughs> oh,
0: I didn't know Cam started. I thought it was you the whole time. No. Alright. Next, Text AM at Mississippi State. I hate my picks. Minus so three and a half Gig for Mississippi em! State.
1: Gig'em!
0: Gig'em! I don't know what that That's means. That's okay. <laughs> AND. My bad, boys. Alright. Uh, I'll go next. Uh, gimme. I don't. I don't know why Mississippi State's favored in this game, and that scares me because I feel like I should know. And so I'm gonna. I'm gonna take the favorites at home.
2: They are at home. Give
0: me the Bulldogs. Liam's doing research.
1: No, I'm, I'm sending a, a <laughs> message. <laughs> go you ahead, Liam. Um. Oh goodness, I don't like Texas A&M, and I don't like Mississippi State. Yeah. I'm gonna go Texas A&M.
2: I like the color burgundy. The issue is they're both wearing burgundy. <laughs> Um, you do like the
0: color burgundy. My Yes you do. My high
2: school was a burgundy color. Um Grow up, graduate.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> um so I like the color burgundy. Now the question is, well, do I like it? I'm gonna go A and M here. Yo Actually no I'm not picking with Liam for the rest of the time. Give me Mississippi State. I don't a, care if there, I'm in last. There's a
1: reason you're two and thirteen. Hey, that's all right. Oh yeah, we didn't go through the standings,
2: everybody. Don't by the worry way. about it.
0: <laughs> I'm working myself from the ground up.
2: Yeah, Liam, you
1: said that you were gonna. You said they were gonna let them know why you were sitting. at the Liam is
0: in table. first place at eight and seven. Cam and I are both five and ten, and Sloak is two and thirteen. Yeah,
2: Liam's a cheater.
0: All right. Um, Washington. I already wrote my pick down, so I agree. Give me the Huskies. Give me them too. This is a sneaky good game, though. UCLA Chip trash. Kelly's UCLA team. They're undefeated. They have three they're, fans. I mean, they might have three Their fans. The student section looks like the fourth quarter at Michigan State. Wow. Okay. Well, give me give me the Huskies, but this could be a good game. All right. What Liam else we got for so everybody? <laughs> I'll go.
2: I'll
0: go UCLA. I, I, yeah, go UCLA.
2: I actually walk not, home.
1: Not even being. Sarcastic. <laughs> I do think that um, it, it's not going to be nearly a sellout, but I do think that there will be people at the game, and there will be noticeable amount of people at
3: the game. Four. <laughs> Washington's yeah. going to win a true road game at the Rose Bowl with maybe like a hundred and seventy-eight people there. All right, guys, they also, are still
1: what, averaging thirty thousand fans a game. <laughs> exactly. Also, Washington is like good, but they're due to have one letdown game at some point. And so it won't be this it's one. Not gonna it's be. not going to be UCLA. this one. I'm mean, 8-7. It'll be in the playoffs.
2: Yeah, guess what, Liam? <laughs> if I go 5-0 and o and you go 0-5, you're only up on me by one. That's, if I go 5-0 and o and he goes 0-5, I'm in
0: first.
1: Same here. Well, okay, never mind. But we, we both took first. Iowa. So. We know.
0: And we both took Oregon. So. Actually, I don't think I've picked with... I have not picked with Liam yet the that's, entire time.
2: That's probably I don't know if I have.
0: Yeah, that's probably not a good thing for me. All right, we'll go into the final game. I'm going to pick first because... Otherwise, Sloak will talk me into some random stuff where I get it wrong, like the last two weeks. So, I'm picking first, and here's my betting advice for the game. I gave the gambling hotline. Do not run to Vegas with this. Don't run to whatever sports book you want. <laughs> don't, I don't say whatever it. I say. I don't even know what I'm going to say yet. So, my, here's my tidbit, though, for betting. If you're going to take Michigan State, just take a money line. Because... Every loss in the Mel Tucker era at Michigan State has been by 11 points or more. Spreads minus eight and a half. If you're going to take Michigan State, take the money line. With that being said, I hate that I have this feeling, but I think Michigan State bounces back here. I'm taking I'm taking the Spartans. That's crazy.
1: I think I think Michigan State hangs around a lot, in, like deep into the fourth quarter of this game. I think that Maryland's offensive line was impressive against Michigan. I think that in the rain they're gonna be able to run the ball. I don't know. We haven't seen it in two weeks, Michigan State run the ball. I'm not saying like they're incapable because both those backs are good. They ran well in the first them. two games. All three of them, you're right. My bad. Yeah, thank you. Um so I think Maryland will cover but it'll they will pull away at the very end and they will control the ball in the fourth quarter, running the ball and score a late touchdown or field goal and cover that way.
2: Interesting. Cam.
3: Give me Michigan State. I like it. All right. See,
1: well,
2: the issue is every time that Liam picks against Michigan State, Michigan State
1: loses. Maybe because I know what I'm talking about.
2: That or This is
1: getting hostile between you two tonight.
2: Yeah, I'm his ride home.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we are Somebody once again recording this on a Wednesday walking. night, by the way, as you guys can probably tell from the Aaron Judge comments while we were recording.
1: Yeah. I'm also going to tweet out. As far as he out of context on a Wednesday of Sloik. Yeah,
2: he's gonna do that on his walk home <laughs> past Spartan Stadium. Uh, nah, I'm I'm going. I don't. I'm not saying Michigan State's gonna win this game, but if they lose, I don't. I think this might be the first time that Mel Tucker loses by less than 11 oh now I I really
0: don't like this I'm sorry Michigan State (laughs) I
2: I think uh I think if they lose they lose by less than seven I think they might lose by like five or but I mean if if I was a betting man good thing I'm poor um (laughs) I would take Michigan State money uh it's just eight and a half is so many points for an in-conference game um it's no Uh, Georgia's only favored by 28 against Missouri this week, so a little bit of a difference. Um, Originally, it was at 7, and I was going to say push because I think Maryland was going to win by 7. But now I still think Maryland might win by 7. But if Lil Tua isn't playing, um, I'm going to take Michigan's. I'm just going MSU. That's all I got to say. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening.
0: Yep, that will do it for us here on the Spartan Red Zone podcast. It's been a wild episode all over the place, but we hope you guys enjoyed all of the banter and the picks here. From the Impact 89 FM studios, this is the Spartan Red Zone podcast, your one source for all things Michigan State, Big Ten football, and college football as a whole. You can catch us from College Park on Saturday, Spartan Red Zone pregame show going live at 3.10 p.m., On impact89fm.org backslash listen live or if you're in the East Lansing area, 88.9FM.